You just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Welcome to the Rock Your Life Podcast. Discover the tools you need to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. From family and wellness to business and goals, it's time to dream out loud. It's time to rock it. This stuff will rock your world. Rock! And now your host, Chasta. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Rock Your Life Podcast. Chasta and Miss Sydney Crims on the podcast. Yay! Hi! Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to have you back. It's great to be back. <sighs> well, it's been a long journey to get here. So the last time we sat in this room together was September? Probably. I think. Some, yeah. It was in the beginning of fall. Yeah. Because the last one we did together was fall festivities. Yep. And that was the last one I did period before this year. <laughs> I had full intentions to have producer Sid back on well before this, but we ended our year with a bang, <laughs> to say the least. So in 2021, December, before Christmas, we had COVID in our house again. And so I had to call Sister Sid and go, hey, we got COVID. And I was de- devastated. I mean, I was. Cody was mm-hmm. as much, if not more, devastated because you came home from college. Yeah like third week in December or second yeah, week, something yeah. like that. We had all these plans, like get to hang out and have yeah. Christmas and we had your present under the tree, all this stuff. And then of course this happened. So now here we are. What day are we on? January 20th before <laughs> we actually get you back on the podcast and it's right before you're going to go back to school. Yeah. But we, we're making it happen. Yeah. So welcome back. I'm glad to be back. So excited <laughs> to have you. We've been able to see you in yeah, the family yeah. in the last couple weeks, but we haven't had time to sit down together. So I wanted to start with you and go over sort of a recap of your 21, um, because you and I did our 21 for 21 list together last year. Yep. And you actually just reminded me, we did a check-in. I forgot. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Halfway through the year. I didn't even remember we did that. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to touch base with you on how you felt about your list. Did you do good? Are you scrapping it and saying, screw it, I'm starting over in the new year? How are you feeling? So when I just looked back at it right before this episode, I realized kind of how surface level oh. all of my kind of goals were and it's uh, I think in the last few months at, or at least since our last check-in I kind of realized more about like the untapped potential that I wasn't like giving myself credit for you know what you I were mean making this big sister <laughs> over here very proud I'm getting all teary okay please flush this out because this is really good I think I was kind of just looking through it, and it's like it's great to have goals that are just you know more surface level like one of them was like wanting to spend more time traveling or at national parks and that stuff that I love to yeah, do sure but I think I wasn't really diving into like, what do I truly want for myself in this year? And, you know, maybe it was the lens of COVID mm. when I thought about, I wrote that list when I was at school, when I was doing school from home for right. a whole semester, knowing I was about to go into another semester of fully online. That's a good point. Yeah. And I think that it was just my mindset at that time was just seen through the lens of it as a lot of people mm-hmm. ha- are and still have that lens, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think looking back now, I was like, the list I would write just less than a year later or about a year later would be completely different. Wow. Completely different. You know, it's funny. You and I had a private conversation, which I won't go fully into here because, you know, some of this is private to us. Mm -hmm. Um, But you've changed a lot. I Mm -hmm. think you feel that way in the last year or so. You know, and and I think part of it is that you're in an age where – you change very rapidly. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're mm-hmm. my age, God, I feel old. When you're 40, <laughs> um, you know, you, the change from year to year is is 
less abrupt. It's mm-hmm. less striking, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have a kid, things change, mm-hmm. certainly. But as far as in your life, you're usually sort of set in your career. If you have a relationship, you're sort of set in that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you've got your routine and all that stuff. You're in a different part of your life where things change rapidly. Mm-hmm. You grow and learn and continually evolve very yeah. quickly. And I think this has been a very pivotal yeah. year or couple years. For sure. For you. And, and the other part of that is you haven't had anywhere near a typical mm-hmm. college experience mm-hmm. because of COVID. Yeah. Actually, even pre-COVID. When you went to school, you got sent home almost immediately before uh, California fires. Yeah. And Power then, outages, all that. How long did you go back before you got sent back home I think COVID? I was there maybe, maybe like a full month, maybe, because yeah. I went back at the beginning of January and then COVID was the beginning of March. So, Jesus. yeah. I mean, so your your whole college experience has been through that COVID yeah. lens. So now you're sort of looking towards the end of your college experience mm-hmm. and you're a woman now like yeah. you're you you are a different Sid I got mm-hmm. to really know you when you were a teenager mm-hmm. and I think you're I mean you've always been wise the joke <laughs> is is that you came out of your mom wise <laughs> and probably more mature than all of us but what you just said is really powerful so how do you feel like I'm totally putting you on the spot but how do you feel like you could tap into who you are now for this year I think Kind of going back to this mindset that I kind of adopted when I did go back to school, and I think a lot of my peers did as well, Mm -hmm. we really didn't know, like, how long is this going to last, right? Like, so you start living through this idea where it's like, tomorrow, this could be completely different. Mm. And that's kind of a scary place to be, but it's also really, really cool. It is. It's so cool. Wow, it makes you take advantage of your life. You start saying yes to a lot more things or Mm. kind of just appreciating things differently. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've always been someone, and we talk about this a lot, who just kind of reflects a lot on like individual experiences. And I think through the past few months, I've kind of just recognized like And we're going to talk about this later, but just living in the moment and being like, let's just enjoy what's happening now, even with other stuff going on. Like you really kind of just have to soak, soak up what's happening in that in that moment. And I feel like that's kind of just the way I've been living life lately and just trying to appreciate what's happening now and who I am now and who I the potential of the person I can be soon, but also just appreciating like. This is who I am right now. This is part of the journey, too. What a really beautiful life lesson. Mm -hmm. I mean, to pull out of such a dark, strange, Mm -hmm. weird time that we're living through. Yeah. But if we could take anything out of it, I think that is that is it. I mean, priorities and what really matters, you know, because we sort of especially last year, not as much now. But, you know, in the beginning, of all this, we got stripped down to the real meat of our lives. Mm -hmm. You know, what absolutely matters is crucial, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. But now, you know coming out of this that's a really good way to look at it i love that i think that's great that Thank god you. you just dropped a bomb on me like we i mean behind the scenes here but we barely even had time to to talk before we went on the mic it was like what do you want to talk about okay that sounds good let's go and you just like literally dropped like a truth. i was like i'll save i'll save a little bit you did you totally scammed me you're like i don't know and then you turn on the mic and she drops a truth bomb i love it that's so so good um, well, speaking of, we did have this this cool, really, um, it's a list, and I hate to even quote where this came from because I'm not a Kardashian person, okay? But it came from Poosh. 
P-O-O-S-H. If you don't know what that is, it is the blog that Kourtney Kardashian runs, um, or it's her brand, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, She has a whole staff of people that run it. Um, But believe it or not, from time to time, they do put out uh, good content. So the title is, Happy People Do These 10 Things Differently. And it came into my inbox as part of their newsletter or whatever, and I thought, that's interesting. Uh, Because, you know, I get a little hesitant on saying like happy people Mm -hmm. because some people have you know different things that they can't control when it comes to joy or happiness or whatever so I always want to be careful with that so I wasn't crazy about the title of the article but when I got into it it was a lot of things that made sense to you and I Mm -hmm. a lot of things that we've touched on or talked about on this podcast before or maybe need a reminder about so we'll go through this list and kind of chat about it and number one was super important to me because going back to our list from last year I mentioned in a previous episode that I stopped doing my daily gratitude journal. Mm -hmm. And it was because I really had such limited time. It just was one of those things that so easily fell off of the list, you know. And it only takes like five minutes a day. Mm -hmm. But it was just, it's the first thing I do in the morning. And instead of giving myself that five minutes to kind of set my brain straight, I just went boom right into work. Mm -hmm. And I noticed about... I don't know, two months or so after stopping doing that, how much it was affecting my Mm, overall mm -hmm. vibe. Mm -hmm. So one number one on this list says happy people practice gratitude. Having an attitude of gratitude is one of the most popular habits among the happy because it works. And that's true. And I've said that a million times when you go through your life looking for things to write in your gratitude journal, Mm -hmm. you're basically walking around looking for blessings. Totally. Right? And so you're going to notice more of the good. Do you keep a journal in the regular? I don't keep a journal, but when my mindset is starting to get, you know, more negative, Mm -hmm. I start to really reshape it, Mm -hmm. especially like even, or even just more stuff that's like not that serious. Yeah. Like on days where I don't want to work out, I'm like, I'm still going to work out. But then for that first 15 minutes where I'm not in the groove the whole time, I'm just repeating to myself, like, I'm so grateful that like my body's moving. Like when I'm older, I'm going to like miss these days, like as much as this sucks right now, like, and try not to say like as much as this sucks, but just be like, I know that I'm like not having a great time right now, but like, I'm so happy that I can be doing this. I'm so happy I made the time for this and all that. And then really quickly, your mind should your mindset shifts oh and you're like okay great like i'm really happy i did that it almost takes no time at all yeah and i mean have you ever gotten to the end of the workout and thought man i wish i wouldn't have done that you know what i mean (laughs) ever yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know you usually get a mental clarity bump you usually get obviously an energy bump that happened to me today Mm -hmm. as you right before you came over here i was not wanting to work out i didn't have a plan for the podcast yet i just sort of felt rushed overwhelmed and behind in my day Mm -hmm. and i was like well my priority to myself is to work out so i'm going to start there so I put on my shoes I did I was like oh I'll do the 25 minute workout on Beachbody and then walk the other five minutes thinking I was giving myself a break I forget in Beachbody terms usually shorter means more intense Mm -hmm. so when you got here I was literally about to die (laughs) Uh, but I got it done but by the time I got done with my workout and I went to go pee before we did this podcast I I noticed I was like oh what a shift yeah I feel lighter I feel like more invigorated. Mm-hmm. I've got some creative juices flowing totally. and I knew what I wanted to talk about and it just all sort of clicked into place. I think there's so much to be said about perspective and moving your body. And oftentimes gratitude comes for me in the exact way that you just said it is that I'm grateful that I can move mm-hmm. my body. 
mm-hmm. you know, and one day when I'm old and gray, well, I'm already gray, when I'm older <laughs> and grayer, how about that? Um, you know, and it's not as easy to move my body. I'll be a grateful that I did yep. for so long because keep those juices in your, you know, yep. bones moving. Um, but also, you know, happy that I had all those years to be able to do what I wanted to mm-hmm. with my body. So it's good. Uh, but practicing gratitude, like I said, you don't have to make it a big job. Mm-hmm. And just like you don't. If you don't write it in a journal, you don't have to. I mean, my journal takes me five minutes, and I'm literally writing five things down that I'm grateful for. It could be something as serious as, you know, uh, Cody last night burned his thumb really bad. Mm-hmm. And I was everything in that moment because it was so awful, so awful. And he was screaming. And yeah. I was like, how do I frame this? How do I frame this? Because I couldn't lie to him. Totally. He was like, Mommy, can it, will it stop hurting? No, burns yeah. hurt forever. Yeah. And so we were trying our hardest to think about ways that – out of it basically mm-hmm. or, or how this you know is a is a positive mm-hmm. and so I was like okay this was horrible and he was like I don't want to go to school and it, all of a sudden it hit me I was like oh it's not on your writing finger or hand yeah. because he was worried about writing in yeah. school because that's yeah. a big thing in kindergarten and it's on his left hand so all of a sudden it sort of shifted his yeah. brain and I was like oh okay all right that's good we found yeah. something well, <laughs> found a enough, crumb I saw a TikTok recently that really shifted my mindset and the example he gave was um like when you go and get gas and you're like, oh my God, like I have to pay so much money for gas again. And he was like, literally just in your head, be like, how lucky am I yeah. that I get to get gas? Yeah. How lucky am I that I have a car, that I'm close enough to a gas station, that I get to have transportation? And like, it does suck when, you know, you have a hundred bucks come out of your like, account yeah, and you're like, great. Like I didn't really want to spend that. But like, how lucky am I that I even have that hundred dollars to put in my car? Oh, love it. It, yeah. You have the money, you have the car to fill it up. You don't have to walk to your destination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Even just little things like that. I yeah. think changing those small, like everyday things that can kind of like eat away at you to yeah. something like recognizing, like, and being grateful for what you do have is. I love really, that. really helpful that, in your overall mindset. Good stuff like that is on TikTok. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was all. You got to hunt for it. I, yeah, <laughs> I, bet, I bet you do. Uh, number two, happy people put themselves first. I fully believe in this. Mm -hmm. I've said this a million times on the podcast. You can't pour from an empty cup. This is why I focus on working out every day for both my physical and mental health. Uh, But I think I'm a better mommy, a better wife, a better worker. It's a work-life balance situation Mm -hmm. for me. Uh, But I think it's it's hard sometimes, you Mm -hmm. know, and you and I especially were really bad about taking the whole world on Mm -hmm. ourselves. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, just give it to me. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes you got to go, no, stop. This is me time. Totally. Are you getting any better? uh, I'm starting to get better. Like for I'm someone who really needs alone time throughout the day and just making time for that and like setting those boundaries. Like I do want to go out or I want to hang out with you, but I really just need to be alone for a little bit and then I'll be a better friend or a better sister when I'm there, you know. And you want people that respect that, you know, Mm -hmm. and the fact that you're brave enough clear enough and honest enough to say that now you know I always go back to your age it's just because simply I didn't know any of this shit when I was your age (laughs) (laughs) so it's always amazing to me but it's true like putting up those boundaries I had to do that a couple years ago make Sunday family Mm -hmm. day you know we've Mm -hmm. talked about that before too and it's hard sometimes to Mm -hmm. go no this is my time or this is my family's time and no I won't answer your call on a Sunday like I love you you know, yeah. and I love what you bring to the table and our creative relationship. Totally. And I love all that stuff. And I know we need to get stuff done and go team go. But my family comes first. For sure. Yourself comes first. It has to. For sure. So sometimes you have to make harder choices and harder boundaries. It's not always easy. Number three, happy people give. 
I love this. It's very kumbaya, <laughs> but it's so true. Mm-hmm. And I have gotten into the habit especially due to COVID, of giving back, but just financially, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's easier to just throw money at stuff because Mm -hmm. you can't physically go out and do things like you normally would. But there are things Mm -hmm. that you can do. You know, you can go out, put some gloves on, pick up trash or the picker-upper, you know, and never even touch the trash. You know, I mean, there's – Cody did that actually several times with his grandma, not not too long ago. Um, But I love the idea of giving back, picking a charity that speaks to you, Mm -hmm. but also physically getting out there and – doing something about it. I saw something. It was not on TikTok. It was on uh, Instagram today. A woman nurse. Mm-hmm. And of course she's a nurse because nurses <laughs> like you're going to be are, you know, angels on earth. But she works in ER. Mm-hmm. And on her days off, she goes back to the hospital. And she also loves like her personal love is doing hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she goes back and she braids wow. everyone's hair or brushes them, cleans up, you know, does That's hygiene awesome. stuff for them because she said everyone, you know, in the hospital should feel good about themselves. So she wow. goes and gives people haircuts or braids their hair. I mean. That's so cool. Right? That's Yeah. I That's mean, crazy. God bless her. That's incredible. So giving back in whatever way that fits you. Happy people stay inspired and have Fun. Now, I want to talk about this one a little bit. It says, happy people make it a point to have fun on a regular basis and do things that help them grow and learn. To them, having fun is not a lost art. It's part of the daily happiness upkeep. It's important to experience and see new things since that helps stays us, keep us inspired and excited. This is something I really, really struggle with because I <laughs> – this sounds awful. There are times where I'll stop and go – I'll have to ask myself like – What's fun? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what is fun? like? What do I, what do I love doing? Mm-hmm. Because there's bleed. There's so much bleed over in my life mm-hmm. between my work I, that I love so much and I find so fun mm-hmm. that, and I love working out. Even though I know fun doesn't seem like that's a good word, but like I love challenging myself. Mm-hmm. That's fun to me. Mm-hmm. I love doing fun things with my family. So when I'm just thinking of like something fun for myself. I found that really hard. You know mm-hmm. what I decided recently? You're going to make so much fun of me. But I've decided recently this is my fun hobby. Skincare. <laughs> no, I was about to say, that's your fun. I was all bold, all caps, italicized. You define your own fun. And no, 100%. I was about to be like, no, I think you could say skincare is your fun. Like, even though that's part of your like morning and night routine, that's fun. Is that the most no. lame thing no, you've ever no, heard? No, not at all. I was, I was literally about to say, I think you can define that as fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. It hit me the other day because I got Sephora gift cards from yep. so many people at Christmas. And I was, you know, getting things that I was excited about on Sephora or whatever. And I thought, I get so much joy out of this, taking care of myself. I think it's one of the very small ways I can show myself love. Totally. You know? Yeah. Taking care of my skin. Those, It's a sort of a ritual thing that I do at night. Yeah. You know, I spend my half an hour while Jay and I are watching TV. I'm putting on 12 layers of creams. But I love it. Mm-hmm. I love the way it feels, the way it smells, the way it – I mean, obviously, it helps with my skin as much as humanly possible. Uh, but it just – it's my thing. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's my fun little hobby. Yeah, totally. It's fine. Totally. What does yours make me feel better? Well, um, I was, mine is laundry. I actually love doing laundry. That's like my My self-care thing where I'm just like, especially at school, like, I don't know the whole setup I have there. Like, I get to make an afternoon out of it. Yeah. I have my like little show going while I'm folding my clothes and putting everything away. Like, that's so fun to me. And like making that like my little alone time, like once or twice a week. 
Like, I love that. Yeah. And it's fun to me. Yeah. It's something, you know, what's nice about laundry. I've always, I've not been bothered by laundry either. And it's because it's a task you can finish from beginning to end. Yep. And you don't have to put a ton of thought into it. Yep. But it's just like, okay, I know how this begins. I know how it ends. And I can make this magical thing happen. Yeah. I love going to the store, picking out my like little detergent, my little like dryer balls, whatever. (laughs) Like, I love it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you use the dryer balls? I do. I do too. I like them a lot. Do you put the essential oils on them? I have once or twice but i got a little nervous with it me too yeah and i like the artificial smell of like the laundry detergent yeah, i use I so you. i got those like little pellets that you put like in the washer oh. and they actually they last a long time really yeah okay i don't know there's something about like my apartment too like my dorm like it, it's a newer apartment so it like it still has that like wood smell mm. in the closet mm-hmm. and the drawers oh like and a cedar type smell? yeah and yeah. so it was like my clothes if i didn't use that like over even just like a week if I didn't wear a shirt for a week or something it would start to have that smell but mm. those completely took it away the little pellet thing so that's oh. like my new go-to I yeah. love that we both have totally dorky <laughs> that just goes to show that what did you just say you don't define your or you yeah define you define your own, your own, fun. own fun right yeah whatever's fun to yeah. you is fun to you it doesn't have to be fun for everyone Gretchen yeah. Rubin on the happier podcast says that all the time what somebody loves doesn't isn't necessarily what you would love so you love laundry I love skincare <laughs> you know what have a good time with it uh number five happy people stay present Ooh, ooh, ooh. This is so hard for me to do because I'm a planner, mm-hmm. as I know you are. I love yeah, calendars. I love looking down the road. I love making goals and plans and all that. I don't often look in the past mm-hmm. because I'm not really, I'm not a regrets person. Mm-hmm. Like I'll reflect, like mm-hmm. you were just mentioning, like I'll reflect, I'll look back and go, okay, how did I do, how did I do, or, or memories are very important. But being in the present is a little tricky for me. Mm-hmm. I will say that. It says happy people do their best to stay present as much as time as possible. Think about it. If you're living in the future, you're probably anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're like, oh, i got to get all these things done. If you're living in the past, you're probably depressed. That's not necessarily the case for me, um, which leaves the present as the one and only moment any of us really need to pay any attention to. This goes back to my senior quote. <laughs> It was the quote that, uh, well, how does it go? Let's see. Um, the past is history. The future is mystery. And today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Yep. I have no idea who said that, but I used it as my senior quote. Love it. <laughs> but how funny. I mean, I was yeah. 17 years old. And I was realizing at that time, maybe I was more wise at your age than I thought. Um, no, I wasn't. I just picked a good quote. But maybe I was, you know, more tuned in with how important it is to mm-hmm. soak up that moment. And what you said at the top of this podcast about COVID teaching us that, mm-hmm. you know, to say yes, mm-hmm. to have the experience, to go do the thing. I was thinking about this the other day. I, I saw a friend at Cody's pickup at school. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, we need to, you know, get together. And I walked away and I thought, I really do want to get together. With yeah. Them. Like, but that's got to be the most overused statement ever. For sure. Is it not? Like, For we sure. should do something. Yeah. We should, you know, we should go to dinner or we should, you know, get together, get the kids together, whatever. You always say that. And I think most people, maybe I'm crazy, most people have good intentions. I think they want to do that. Um, I don't always. Sometimes I say it and I don't mean it. <laughs> I did that, but it's true. But I, you know, but I, I primarily, I mean, the people I love, I really, I, I do want to see them. Mm-hmm. And so I walked away thinking, I really need to act on that statement mm-hmm. more. And I think that helps you be in the present. Mm-hmm. Like For sure. Saying yes. Yeah. I think I'm going to take my cue from you. <laughs> Just setting the intention of being yeah. like, it's out there in the world now, so I'm going to get it done. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually going to write it down and yeah. make time for it. Because if you make time for it, then you're going to do it. You write it down, you're going to do it. Yeah. Um, I love that. Also, if you're just talking about being present, really soaking up how you're feeling, trying to be reflective and look inside, 
meditating. Mm -hmm. I've, I've been doing that a little bit, not nearly as much as I want to. And yoga. We do family mm -hmm. yoga every single Sunday. Me and Jay and oftentimes Cody, sometimes even Roxy. <laughs> uh, we do Sunday yoga. That's a, I mean, full stop. That everything it revolves around Sunday yoga. Number six, happy people develop health, healthy coping strategies. Happy people encounter stressful life adversities, but they have developed successful coping strategies. Learning how to seek lessons after a challenging event gives people a renewed appreciation for life. The ability to recognize new paths for themselves enhance personal strengths and improved relationships with others. Happy people become skilled at seeing the good that might come from challenging times. We kind of talked on mm -hmm. that earlier. Um, Especially about reframing. Yeah. You know, reframing in hard times like COVID. But quite honestly, like, that right there is why I do this podcast. Mm -hmm. I think this podcast is a very healthy mm -hmm. coping strategy for me. Because oftentimes I'll have something on my heart that I want to express. And I just come on here and I just talk it out. Mm -hmm. And I'll give myself even answers. Yeah, yeah. In just the saying it. Yeah. I, d I do that a lot when I'm driving. I talk to myself so much. And I'm like, even just saying it out loud to myself, I'm able to think, oh, how did that come out? Like, what? how can we reframe that? Mm -hmm. Not being toxically positive, because I think like that's something that yeah. can happen to a lot of people too when they're starting to try and reframe everything. Yeah. But, you know, just recognizing like, I'm feeling these things and it's okay to feel this, but how can we get over these feelings in a way that's like going to benefit Healthy. future me yeah and be healthy yeah so that's I good yeah I, I think the the toxic positivity thing is i mean we've discussed that and that's easy to fall into mm -hmm. i think it's more just outwardly processing it mm -hmm. you know talking to yourself which by the way is a benefit of mask i have realized <laughs> oh my god i'm right? so terrible in stories i talk to myself so much <laughs> me too i, I noticed i was doing it the other so day so much but nobody knows yeah like i'll have full-blown conversations with myself because yeah. the mask covers it and i don't even realize it anymore oh same oh my god yeah I mean, it's a, it's a positive or, you know, I see yeah. somebody and I make a grimace or something and they never yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. If we don't have to wear a mask at some point in the future, it's going to take me probably like a year to uh, stop just moving my mouth when I'm, I'm walking around. so <laughs> glad I'm not this only yeah. one. That's yeah. so funny. So, yeah, outwardly expressing or obviously going back to the journal thing. Um, Gianna, my best friend, got me. Um, I haven't started using it yet. I need to do this. A dot journal. Have you ever seen one Yeah, of yeah. Have you ever used one? No, but I, I, I think I saw them like go viral maybe when I was like early high school years. Yeah. I remember a lot of people were doing the Yeah. Yeah. I, I looked it up just out of curiosity on what the what the idea around it mm -hmm. is on Pinterest. It's a thing. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean a lot of people use it. So I want to get into like more uh not just gratitude journaling where it's like five quick things, but just journaling in general, I think is super yeah. healthy. So that's another way. If you're if you're not into talking to yourself like Sid and I, uh you can write it out. And that's a really good way to a coping strategy. Uh happy people focus on health. I feel like we've talked about that. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, taking care of your mind and body, managing your stress. So, so meaningful and powerful to move your body every day. Uh, but it doesn't just mean that. It does, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, that's a part of it. Also, I want to acknowledge people who aren't capable of moving their body. Mm -hmm. You can still prioritize your health in meditation, yep. you know, in bre deep breathing, stretching if you can do that, like mm -hmm. whatever you're capable of, but just giving yourself that time, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but it says happy people actually act like happy people. Uh, they smile, are engaged, and bring an optimum level of energy and enthusiasm to what they do. That goes back to one of my favorite sayings of all time, act the way you want to feel. Mm -hmm. I 
you talk about saying something behind your mask that I tell myself that all the time. Mm-hmm. If I'm walking into a room where I know there's going to be intense, you know, conversation or something, I will say that out loud, like, you know, breathe, be calm, be graceful, yeah. act how you want to feel. I think that's with energy. Like you were talking about with um, working out, mm-hmm. like you want to feel energetic. You want to feel positive. You want to feel yeah. upbeat. like just start doing it. And oftentimes how quick yeah. do you change? So quickly. Right. Yeah. I mean, in a matter of moments, yeah. you're in it. And you're not even thinking about where you just were. Yeah. Um, I literally, I have Act How You Want to Feel as a screensaver I often put on my phone because I think it's really important. Um, but it says as far as exercising, obviously you can do lots of things, walk, run, bike, ride, whatever. But other than that, focusing on your mental health, mm-hmm. reading a book, journaling. There's some duplicates in here. Number eight, happy people cultivate emotional awareness. Mm-hmm. There's a growing body of science suggesting that emotionally aware people are happier, healthier, and recover more quickly from traumatic events because they understand what they are feeling. Woo! There's a lot in that sentence right there. Um, I am so much better than this uh, at this than I used to be. Um, just really understanding how I process, mm-hmm. um, being okay with, you know, certain feelings. You know, we've mm-hmm. talked about dark feelings that I've had before. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of just pushing them into yeah. a corner, um, the great Hillary self told me on this podcast, you know, to shine a flashlight on the creature in the corner. And it's usually a mouse, not an elephant. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. usually not as scary as you think. Um, but I, I think you are certainly an emotionally aware person. And I think even more so in the last year or two, mm-hmm. you know, COVID has sort of brought that out of you. Um, but I think I think there's a lot of ways to do that. And I think therapy, I feel like I'm speaking out of turn here because I've never done therapy. Mm-hmm. Same. But I do I do feel like it's so beneficial. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, my mom was is a psychologist, was retired now. But, you know, um, she would definitely say that that's a very positive thing to do. I've never felt the need to do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Probably should have done it after my dad died, if we're being real. Mm-hmm. But I never did. Mm-hmm. Um, never too late. Mm-hmm. For sure. Right? For sure. <laughs> I could probably – I'm sure anybody could use uh, therapy on a mm-hmm. number of levels, and I would I would be open to that. Number nine, happy people don't dwell on problems. Where you focus your attention determines your emotional state. By fixating on your problems, you create and prolong negative emotions and stress, which hinder performance. Um, you and I are a little bit hippy-dippy when it comes to energy mm-hmm. and what you put out into yeah. the universe. Yeah. You know, and I think if you're – I have this friend <laughs> who will remain nameless. I love them. Uh, but they always are like, why me? You know, mm-hmm. these – these five things have happened to me this week and mm-hmm. ugh, I did this and I did that. And they're always focused on like the woe is me mm-hmm. thing. It's mm-hmm. not, does that sound like an a-hole thing for me to say? No, because I have a friend who's very similar. And at times it's kind of hard for me because I have a much different mindset right. without me sound, sounding like an a-hole being like, right. dude, like if you just said like one good thing that happened this week, that might help right. you out a lot with the feelings you're feeling right now. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to tell anyone how to feel, you know, but I'm just kind of like reframing it is right. a, is a big big thing. Nothing wrong with talking about what's going on in your life. Yeah. You know, I mean, you should. You should yeah. process like we just said, you know, you should process all of that stuff, but I w- actually oddly enough, uh I was running yesterday and one of, you know, how you end a podcast and then another one will just pop on. Actually, one of my podcasts popped on and I was and it was um what went right from last mm-hmm. year. And I was like, "Oh, I never listened back to this one. I'll listen back cuz I don't cuz I'm here when I record. <laughs> I know what I said." Um so I don't always listen back to them, but I thought, "Oh, I'm not going to stop running to change it. I'll just listen to it." And wow, I was like, "Yeah, sister." <laughs> <laughs> but it was all about, you know, when somebody asks you 
how was your day? Typically, you focus on the bad. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you go straight to something negative or frustrating or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not super often that you're like, oh, this amazing thing happened. Unless something truly amazing happens. Um, Usually kind of, it's a bitch fest. And so I remember last year, out of nowhere, Jay just asked me, what went right today, babe? Like, not in the middle of a bad conversation. It was literally the first thing he said to me. And I was like, huh. That's a good way to start this conversation. <laughs> Let me give me a second. Um, but I think it's like you said, you know, reframing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good to know your emotions and, and get all that uh, out. But putting good out to the universe, mm-hmm. I think personally, it could be argued, but I think a lot the universe hears you and gets yeah. you back. Whenever I'm having a difficult day or difficult difficult thoughts, I always try and do something good, mm-hmm. either for myself or someone else, mm-hmm. and pretty immediately starts to shift towards the good i totally agree you know what just hit me we should do a manifestation podcast oh yeah like have an expert because i have been dipping into the idea of manifestation Mm -hmm. again that's a little hippy dippy for Mm -hmm. some of you i understand uh but i do think there's power in it oh for sure i wouldn't feel like an expert enough to talk Mm -hmm. on it you know with any um expertise or, or wisdom, mm-hmm. but I would love to have somebody on. Wish I had somebody. Well, actually, I would, I've been cleaning my room this past week and just trying to like reset it all, you know, before I go back to school. And I found my um, Rachel Hollis journal mm. from, I believe, 2019. And you know how they have the 10, like yep. you write out yep. the 10. I read some that I've done like eight out of 10 of them. That's And tricky. I had not thought about them. Right. Like, I hadn't thought about them since the day I, I wrote them down. Right. And I was like, whoa, like, less than, like, two years or about two years later, like, yeah, yeah I think are. it was from the beginning of 2020. So, yeah. That's. It was crazy. Funny that you bring up that up. That's my gratitude journal mm-hmm. that I use every day still to this day. Um, And and it's 10 things. And you write these 10 goals as if they've already happened. Yep. You're basically telling the universe, like, I have done this or I have completed this because if I love this and I think it's really important to understand if you say I want to try to do this mm-hmm. your mind focuses on the try. Yep. If you say I've done this you're you start to believe it. For sure. And and I think there's real power in that. And yeah. she actually I brought up manifestation cuz she recently did a series on it. Um and on her podcast and I've been listening to it and and there's real power. There's oh, real sure. power there. And so I would love to get somebody on That'd to be talk super about cool. that. Yeah, yeah. That would be great. Number 10, happy people finish what they start. Coming up with a great idea means absolutely nothing if you don't execute on it. (laughs) The most successful and happy people bring their ideas to fruition. What you could do today, create a step-by-step plan for your goals. I think that's so much easier said than done. Oh, for sure. For (laughs) sure. Yeah. Like, I am – I'm pretty good at finishing what I start as long as it's fairly easy to see the big picture. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah, totally. Like, if it's definitive. Yeah. Like, if I make up, look, for instance, last year, I was like, okay, I'm going to work out half a day every day all year long. Okay, well, that's pretty, like, easy to see that big picture. And you check off that box every day and you're done. Yeah. But if you're saying, like, I want to do, I want a big TV show and I want it to look like this, I have a hard time with, like, big visions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I have to really sit down and force myself into, like, okay, what exactly do I want out of this thing? What do Mm -hmm. I want this podcast to be? What do I want my TV show to be? What do I want these things to be? And then figuring out a plan. Like, that is a one-sentence number 10, but that is a monstrous thing to do. Yeah. And I think there is – there's a lot of different podcasts, a lot of different analysts who come up with ways to plan out your goals and be strategic. Mm -hmm. You could literally – 
fill up hours on YouTube probably oh, with yeah. people who you yeah. know, have different ways to go about getting your goals done. So I think it's just you got to find something. That I think you definitely also have to find like what fits for you. I yes. think that's the thing so much out there right now is like these are the ways to make your goals happen. But I think like especially recently I've learned like you like the same thing with fun like you define mm -hmm. your goals. I'm someone really similar just I always look at the big picture and it makes it really hard for me yeah. to celebrate small victories. So I think that's what I've been trying to learn just across the board Preach. with anything. Yes. Because it's like I'm so like with school, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I got an A on that paper. But then I start worrying about like, what if I get a C on the next paper? It's like well, you're not going to yeah. get a C, but like just appreciate that you got the A. Like, right. Why can't you just be happy about that and be excited about that before worrying about the next thing or trying to think overall like what does this mean you know am i going to get into a master's program if i want to like what oh <laughs> just appreciate what you did yes yeah oh why do we do that yeah. i do the same thing and it's so frustrating because yeah. you're like you'll hit a good goal and be like yay okay move on yeah. instead of sitting in that moment yeah you know it's funny because it really is so specific to each person what works for you and that goes with working out or dieting or you know losing mm -hmm. weight or cooking or whatever um, because Jay is complete, my husband, Jay, is completely different when it comes to goal setting. He doesn't need to write things down. Mm -hmm. He is a visionary. Mm -hmm. Like, he just has that gene. Yeah. Like, he, when from the day I met him, he was like, this is what I want, Music Center. This is what I want it to look like. This is the people, these are the people I want to serve. I know that this is a need in our community, and I'm going to make it happen. And it was literally as simple as that. Yeah. And guess what? <laughs> he made it happen. And yeah. he's made it happen in a, an incredible oh, way. Yeah. I mean, he has a huge music center serving tons of musicians and yeah. teaching little kids drums. And he always just knew it. But I will say the thing that I'm not good at that he is so good at is he's hyper-focused on, like, one thing. Mm -hmm. And it was a really big thing, mm -hmm. but it was one thing. Mm -hmm. It was like, I'm going to have this music center that serves my community Boom. Yeah. And it was and it was a huge a huge thing to do and it took him many, many years to get there, but here he is thriving in that goal. And that was like a life goal for mm -hmm. him. So he's built a legacy for himself. I think where I get tripped up sometimes is with finishing things I start is because I have so many things I want to do. Totally. Yeah. And that's tough. Yeah. I feel like, the same way. Yeah. It's hard because you're like, Oh, you're interested in lots of different things. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm I'm on the radio. I'm on the TV, sh uh, Soundwaves TV. I have this podcast. I want to write a book. You know what yeah. I mean? And you're only one person. Yeah. And you only have so much time. Yeah. And I tell myself that all the time. So it's really focusing on what are – I'm never going to be the one person to have one thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. It's not who yeah. I am. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you have to kind of prioritize, okay, if these are the things I want to do, how about we, you know, get these – Two things done or three things mm -hmm. done, and then we'll move on down the list. So you yeah. really, it's super important what you said, Sid. You just have to find what works for mm -hmm. you. So, well, that's it. That is the 10 things that, 10 things people who are happier do differently. Still don't love the title. But we will put that article in uh, the description box if you want to read it fully. Um, I do think there's some value in it, mm -hmm. and we would love to hear your thoughts. Any any final thoughts on that, Sid? <laughs> yeah, I think I kind of like the way that this kind of frames the new year because it's not, you know, just the typical, like, here's the list. But this is kind of just a framework for people to kind of put over mm -hmm. the whole year and, like, different things they want to bring into it. So I think this is a good um, mindset to be in when looking at the next year and what you want to do. I think it's good um, with habits. Yeah. Building yeah. habits, you know, because resolutions are a little bit, 
well, first of all, we're almost into February and everyone kind of has their middle finger up, I think, at <laughs> resolutions at this point. But I think, you know, things are more successful in your life when you build them into habits. Yep. Um, yeah. Not when you just put something on a, you know, a big resolution yeah. chart or whatever. But when you build them into habits and it car- becomes part of your everyday life, that's when you're more successful. And I think when For all sure. of those things come to fit in that puzzle, then you're happier overall. Yeah. So. Totally. All right. We learned some stuff today. We learned some stuff. There were some obvious things on here, but sometimes <laughs> obvious little reminders are good. Yep. Um, yep. I listened while we had COVID. I listened to a lot of audiobooks and I listened to some things over again. I was like, oh, yeah, I knew that. But it's good to hear it again. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. some of these things were that for us. So reach out. You can send us an email, Chasta on air at gmail.com. Sid and I both have access to that. So you can reach either of us there. But if you want to find Sid on social. I'm on Instagram at sydney.crims. And I am on Instagram at chastalyn, C-H-A-S-T-A-L-Y-N-N. Uh, we're hopeful to get Sid back as soon as humanly <laughs> possible. Um, she's going back to school soon, but fingers crossed we can get her back. Thank you so much for Thank being you. here. We made it happen. <laughs> you don't even know this, but we took a middle uh, break in the middle of this <laughs> podcast because Cody got home from his grandparents. <laughs> so go back and find the pause. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if you can find it. <laughs> little hidden, little Easter egg. Yeah, in there. a little Easter egg. <laughs> All right. We love you guys so much. Thank you for spending your time with us, and we will talk to you next time and until then remember rock your life